Everybody, welcome to the 110th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim there. So, what's up, dude? I got presents for Christmas. Um, <laughs> the, the new year starts again soon or something. Yep, which is cool. Which is cool. Which is cool. You know, it's funny though. Oh, is people are like, oh man, can't wait for 2020 to end because then it's all going to go back to normal. And it's like, hey man, right? It's, it's, that's not how it fucking works, right? You know what I'm saying? Here's what I want to end the memes referring to 2020 as how, like, the memes that are like, oh, I can't wait to put this year behind us. Basically, the same sentiment you're just right. talking about. Listen, I get it. 2020 sucks. It's still going on. It's a, uh, it's been a shithole. It's been a disaster. Ironically, the people that are whining about government's awful and grossly negligent mishandling of grossly. the entire country are also the same people that still want me on board with the government, uh, you know, controlling our healthcare. But the thing about 2020 is, um, it's not going to fucking stop. It's a shitty year. And, I get, so this is coming from me. No, yeah. no, no. All right, let me put it this Oh, way. it's not coming from you. Gotcha. No, no, no. Everything I say right now is coming from me. But okay, uh, I'm fine with people who lost their jobs and or business uh, bitching about 2020. The friends of mine that have lost nothing, that have actually just been able to sleep in later... Spend the day in their pajamas, smoking weed all day, are the same friends that are most likely to send those I can't wait until 2020 is over memes. Right. I see what you're saying. And you just go, dude, you know what? Spare me. I'm not sure why you're always picking on our friends, though, dude. Because you are most, you're most critical of the people about whom you care most. Knew, I knew that a whom was coming. Yes. Could smell it in the fucking air, dude. So the reason that I pick on my friends is because I love them. Okay. Well, fair enough, man. Well, uh, <laughs> so anyway, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas. How was your Christmas? Dude, my Christmas was pretty good. Really? Really? Tell me more about it, why don't you? I ate lots of, of prime rib. Oh, Multiple prime ribs. Prime rib is a great... I've never... I always did the turkey thing. Prime rib is always the oh, best option, I think. It's delicious. I had prime rib. Got presents. Gave presents. Whoa! Drink, drink loads of fucking booze, dude. Nice. Oh, so fucking good. Didn't... Not bread. Didn't, you know, crash into anyone. Did bread? Potatoes. There was bread and potatoes, oh, nice. to be honest. Yeah. So, um, who hosted Christmas... Poomst hosted. Well, um, my brother oh, and his wife Atkinson. Host, hosted. Uh, is the, that their giant? Fu- I was, I was, is that their giant fucking garage that the kids in the bumper cars were at? No, that was the garage at my parents' house. Oh, uh, because I was like, dude, this place looks huge. The garage does well in the in the Instagram video. Interesting. Just like the kids look like they had 
more Infinite room than the bumper space. cars at like Canopy Lake. Yeah, it was just that was just a two a standard two car garage. Ah, well, the camera work plus the size of the children, right, dude, made it look palatial, right. Uh, but anyways, I digress. But yeah, brother and uh, his wife hosted the Eve. He lives with his wife. He does. Okay. And my parents hosted the day. Ah, very nice. Did you have prime rib on both days? I did because I also went to dinner on the day night. Christmas Eve. No, no. Christmas day, but at nighttime. Oh. I went to dinner at Jess's house and they also had prime rib where I, and I also had prime rib on the eve at my brother's house. Gotcha. So did you go to your parents on Christmas before you went to Jess's? That's correct. Ah, very nice. But I opened gifts at Jess's house, then went to my parents, then went back to Jess's house for dinner. And that is not an easy... Actually, I guess not that far from Drake it to Seabrook. I mean, well, Drake it Salem. to Salem. Salem, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it all, it all worked out well. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I'm really happy to hear about that. <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. You know what was on Christmassy was how we had the this weather? nice... We had the leftover snow from that snowstorm. Oh, I know it. And you're like, oh, this place looks so Christmassy now. My sister came out from Nashville. They don't really see snow that often. She was like, I'm so excited to see snow. It's like the only reason yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, JL was like, he's like, man, I hope it snows. And then he came up, and it, there was snow on the ground. And then Christmas Day comes, and it's all gone. It's goddamn oh, you 70 know the degrees. Part is, so we take Karen's car a lot. You're kidding. Mine is a, is a jalopy. But um, actually, it's not really a jalopy. It runs fine. But, but it looks car, like a jalopy. The charm of her car, though, is that it had like no miles on it. Right. I know. So now you're just stacking those bad boys up. Yeah, but it's still like, I think it's a 2019 and it still has 6,000 miles on Jesus it. Jesus Christ. So we're still doing okay because the commutes are great. But, um, but yeah, I do agree. The one thing I did sacrifice was the, the on-running joke of how low... <laughs> Because if I, we didn't take a car everywhere, I would probably have like 3,000 miles. Right, exactly. But, uh, um, oh, so I park on the street when we're going to be going out a lot. You're kidding. You know, because she parks in the garage. Right. So we were going to take our, uh, so Christmas Eve, we went up to Seabrook, went up to the Driscolls. That's up here, yeah, yeah. And um, I moved my car out onto the street. This is when there was a shit ton of snow. So the whole sidewalk was covered. And then a good like two and a half feet of the street adjacent to the sidewalk was still covered in snow. Right. So I parked along that. Right. So when there was snow on the ground, it was like I'm parked right up against the snow. Yep. So we go to Christmas Eve um, in Karen's car, and then we come back, and then we go to bed. And then the next day, we're going to my dad's house for Christmas, and we pull out of the driveway, and since all the snow is melted, I wish I'd take a picture. I, it looked like I just parked in the middle of the road. Like, literally, for if people were driving down the street, they would have to take a hard left to come around <laughs> my car. And then, like, even her dad, because her dad went to Bud's house, and he texted Karen, he's like, why did Tim park in the middle of the street? <laughs> but it was so funny, because, like, six hours prior, it would have looked normal. You were up against a snowbank. And then I, it was just literally, just there was no snow. You know what I always thought was... Funny, and it's gonna sound like I'm like complaining, but I'm not. Oh, it's just kind of funny. Is how, um, when I had my old house, 
Well, when my parents had their old house. Hey, man, it was your house, too. You lived there. Where the recording studio was, obviously, there were bands in and out of there like every fucking day, and everyone was always just cranking cigarettes all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would just, like, throw them into, the, like, the snow. Yeah. Or just, like, kind of throw them into the woods, but not really, but it would just go into the snow. Yeah. Then in the spring, the snow would melt, and there would just be fucking butts. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's so bad. Especially when it's at your parents' house. Yeah. It just looks so... Unattractive. The mystery of melting snow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I've actually thought about changing to filterless cigarettes just to avoid that shitty orange styrofoam. Yeah, but But filters are cool, right? Yeah, filters are just great. Just a quick little sound sound test. I'm ordering a uh, new keyboard because I want to have it as too loud. And a couple of the keys are stopped stopped working. But the current keyboard has these switches. Ooh. And the new keyboard is going to have these ones. Much more much eco-friendly. More quiet. If you guys want to hear the other ones. Nice. And that was um, nine different types of keyboard switches. Imagine if you were a landlord that actually dictated to your tenants what color keys they could have on their keyboard. <laughs> It's in the bylaws. You can only have red Someone's switches. Someone's moving in their desktop. He's like, those aren't green keys, are they? Uh, Why? <laughs> Dude, I had never... So is it called a gaming keyboard or a game keyboard? Mechanical keyboard. Oh, okay. Supposedly it's better somehow. Man, I've got a lot to learn about video games. I think it's because there's no guess of whether or not you've hit the key. You know if you've hit the fucking key. Yes. Because you put your finger on it and push down a little bit, and then your finger feels an explosion happen under it. And your ear does, too. Right, dude. That's great. That's true. What are, what are you playing for video games these days? I you mean, know, uh, what do you, you don't call them video games on that computer, right? I think I just call them games. I guess yeah. they're video games. That's yeah, they're video games. Um, what? So you're not doing... Uh, what was the one that you hated that you had to build all that shit? Fortnite? Oh, yeah, I'm not a big Fortnite guy. Um, <clears throat> actually, what's funny is when I was screenshotting the shit that DeBasio was saying and sending to the uh, sending it to the other kids that were arguing about which keyboard to get, Yeah, they were like, I bet this fucking loser plays Fortnite. And I was like, he does play Fortnite. Moron! Oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we got to have Mike call in one day. I don't think people believe he is the person we say he is. I'm sure people don't think he exists. But he's worse. Be like, what do you want, dude? What are you making me call for, dude? Always has the weirdest syllables uh, stressed. Very yeah, strange. Very weird emphasis on his syllables. Uh, he once had his life together for about three weeks. He yeah. found a condo. Yep. Um, he put a deposit down. A hefty deposit. And the guy screwed him. Because uh, they got the house appraised or something, and it was like 15 grand lower than what the guy said or something like that. And then uh, then they had a hell of a time pulling out the money. And then that was about three years ago, and they moved back in with his girlfriend's parents and then just never tried to get another place. Never offered any. He has a pig in the house. He does have a pig. It's uh, named Dumbledore. Not a, I'm not saying that's a fat girl. I'm saying the actual animal pig. Right. And um, he's got a pig. Uh, one, two less dogs because one of his dogs killed the other one, and as a result, his dog was put down. So that's right. Big. That did happen. That's minus two dogs, but I think they still have three dogs because they have. 
He named it after the Gilmore Girls characters, Lorelai and Rory. And then he has Christofferson, a.k.a. Bradley Cooper. Interesting. But yeah, I don't think people know this guy exists. We need to have him call in. I'm sure they don't believe he does. But uh, what are you going to do? But anyway, so this is, he is the classic, um, you know, I think, you know when people do a, uh, the news interviews, friends of someone that became a school shooter or something like that? Yes. Nobody knew like, that he was like, why mad. didn't you say anything? And it's like, I don't know, because there's just some people that are creepy. Like, if uh, if DeBasio ever turned out to be one of those people, I'd go, yeah. Right. Makes sense. I mean, I'm just kidding. I love Mike. Well, why didn't you guys say anything? I mean, have you tried talking to the kid? <laughs> Check, please. But, uh, no, he's a good kid. I'm not calling him a school shooter or anything. I'm just, uh, I'm just making, I'm just reaching for analogous things to talk about to Mike. So, uh, anyways, what else is on the agenda today? What else? Um, Fucking thing sucks. So I am constantly contacted by these scammers that want me to buy them. Yeah, you really are like a, a flame to the. The moth-like scammers. In your mailbox. What is it? Because they always try to penetrate Coco early? I guess. I think it happens to like everyone. That Oh, fuck. Now I lost it because we of that. We decompartmentalized. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to find it in my texts again. God oh, damn it. Oh, man. Why are you gay? Jeez, dude. I got to type in Jessica. Here it is. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I, I just simply don't know, but I get them all the time Let's hear it, it. and it's always the same structure, but, um, this one claimed to be my girlfriend, which is hilarious. What? So obviously I have this is a giant cock. Jess's number. So, you know, that's kind of a bad strategy. Don't you always try to be like a, an arm, arm's length, like a coworker or like right. uh, an yeah. acquaintance. Yeah. Yeah. Not the girlfriend. girlfriend. So, actually, I'm really excited to hear this. Okay, so it starts with, are you available right now? And then there's no space, no period, nothing. It just says, are you available right now? No space, just W, then J, and then Jessica Derby. So, are you available right now, Jessica Derby? Wait, let me see it. <laughs> nice. And there's oh, no question mark either. Oh, so they must—they did just do a coworker. There's no way they knew you were dating her. Right, they just copy and paste the name of the person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I go, yeah. What's up? They go, I'm in a meeting right now, so that's why I'm contacting you through here. Phones are not allowed to be used during the meeting. I say, then stop using your phone, dipshit. <laughs> they go, okay. So then they go, phones are not allowed to be used during the meeting. I love, I love when they make up this fake scenario that they think is super believable, and then you call them out, and then they like double down. Right. And then it says, uh, I love how they spelled could, C-U-D, uh, but not allowed to be used in the meeting. Could have called. I don't know when the meeting will be rounding up, and I want you to help me out on something very important right away, can you? What did he sign it? Something very important right away, comma, can you? Uh, I said, when the meeting will be rounding up, are you having a fucking stroke? <laughs> I, love, I love when you play along. Like you, you, so like you definitely think it's the person they're telling you it is, and then just start shitting all over them. And then the best part. So I said, uh, you know what I just said, and then he goes, I can't answer because the meeting just started right now. 
<laughs> That's his. What well, he's blaming his meaning for this whole thing, right? So I said, "Then why the fuck do you keep answering, you moron?" <laughs> they go, "Okay, great. I'm in a Google seminar meeting, and I need you to help me get a Google Play gift card from the store right now." I'm. Sh- I'm. I will. I'm surely- sure, like this would ever be a pressing <laughs> task during a meeting. <laughs> I will surely reimburse you back today once I'm done with the meeting. Reimburse is all in caps. I said, why did you capitalize reimburse, and why would you respond with, okay, great, after I called you a complete fucking moron? (laughs) They go, it is because I need you to render a help for me right now. Oh, man, like, if you're gonna pretend that you're an innocent American, (laughs) like, hawking a uh, co-worker, you'd think you'd, like, I don't know, learn proper English? You'd hope so. Um... It is, yeah, yeah. So they say, it is because I need you to render a help for me right now, and I will reimburse you after the meeting. I said, so let me, let me, <laughs> let me get this straight. In the future, you need me to do a past tense action and have already rendered help for you? <laughs> they go, let me know if you can help me with that amount right away. Plus, I will get the cards from you after the meeting, but I need the pictures first here. Okay, thank you. Are you there? I love when they get super impatient yeah, yeah. when they start going out. Like, have they ever had someone who, even if they complied to the scam, would produce anything that fast? Right. <laughs> so I said, yes, I am here. What do you want? They said, the amount I want is $100, $100 each in 10, and then they put the number five, pieces. <laughs> so that will make it a total of 500 I am reimbursing you back. I need physical cards, blah, 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 take the picture. Then right away they sent again. That amount I want, the same exact sentence, that amount I want is $100 in five, and then they put the number eight. So first he says 10 with the number five, then he says five with the number eight. So I said, you're a complete and total fucking moron. You literally (laughs) don't even know what numbers are. Eat shit. (laughs) This is supposedly my girlfriend. Can you help me with that amount? Yeah, yeah, you never never tell them that you're on to them. You just, uh, they just think that you... You're upset with how yeah. dumb they are? Uh, can you help me with that amount right away now? I'm confused by the amount because two different times you said two different numbers, and they both times they don't add up to the number you put next to it, so maybe try again, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, it is a mistake. The second one is the total amount I need right now, but is not the total amount I need right now. <laughs> it's literally what it fucking says. scam anybody? I said, well, the one that one's wrong, too, so figure it the fuck out, dumb shit. He says, so if you can help me out with the 100, <laughs> with the number 8 next to it, pieces right now. Like a, is he like a trainee that they put on the scam? Like, <laughs> it's his first week of scam. So, sorry, so, what did he say? Um, yeah, yeah, so the 100, and then he put the 8. And then I just, like, laughed, because I was literally laughing. Lots of ha-has. I said, oh, my fuck, you are so dumb, it's hilarious. So he said, how much can you afford right now? So then I don't even remember doing this. This must have been an accident, but I sent him a screenshot of if somebody's tested by a PCR positive with a threshold of 35 cycles, blah, blah, blah. So that was actually an accident. Then he said, can you afford 100 with a five next to it? Pieces. If what you can- is with the random fives and eights? I don't know. He said, if you can do this, I will reimburse you after the meeting. Are you there? I said, yeah. Are you still in the meeting fucking eight hours later, dummy? And he goes, no, I'm done right now. How much time has actually passed since they first texted you? So that one was at 1.05 in the morning, and the first one was at 
6.08 p.m. <laughs> um, so then after I said, blah, 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 you're still in the meeting eight hours later, dummy. He goes, no, I'm done here right now so you can get me the five pieces of 100 now so that I can reimburse you. So why can't he get him if he's done with the meeting? I said, why do you need me to do it if you aren't in the meeting? Do it yourself, for fuck's sake. <laughs> then they go... Within some minutes, I will be in another meeting right now with the person. <laughs> Just all meetings? He's in 16 hours of meetings? At fucking 1.30 in the morning. Uh, within some minutes, I will be in another meeting right now with the person who wants to use the card now. I was waiting for you to respond to my message. Are you there? <laughs> so I said, nope. And then they said, so can help make payment right now? I'm on my way to person who need it right now. I said, nope, get fucked. <laughs> And then they said, why can't you help me right now? Are you there? And then I just stopped answering. Oh, my God, dude. Should I just be like... You should text them now. I'll be like, nah, I'm not. You should not. say, hey, still need those cards? Yeah, actually, I will say that. Hey, man, still need those cards? You should be like, hey, man, where were you? I sent you the cards, and I never got charged for them. I never got reimbursed. Oh, yeah, I'll say that. Did you get my reimbursement check? For the cards. And we'll see what he says. Nice. Dude, what a <sighs> fuck face. And the, you know what the thing is? Like, I'm sure that they are successful. That's why they keep doing it. But their success rate has to be. I mean. Like 10%. Yeah, if even. I mean, the, how are you? Because you're saying people. You're impersonating people that are known pretty well. Yeah, with if terrible you can speak English, grammar. If you can speak English, like if I was trying to be an Indian person, I would know fucking Urdu or whatever, and I would figure out how that per- how those people talk. Right. They, I'm so sure you're impersonating a girl named Jessica, and you're going, "We'll reimburse you when give me." It's like. <laughs> What? How is that supposed to fucking work? <laughs> uh, hey, keep the story simple. You don't just keep explaining yourself. That's what makes it sound like a right. lie. If you want, the way you can tell people are lying is if someone shows up for work late and they go, sorry, uh, I got a flat tire. You go, all right, maybe it's true. If, if you show up late and like, oh, man, I was on my way out of the door this morning and I slipped on the side so my car wouldn't start. And then it's just like, everyone's just like, dude, you're overselling this. Right. Too much. Because if you're truly innocent, then the story should be simple. You don't need to explain yourself that much. The story will take care of itself. Yeah. Jesus. Fucking A, man. I'm in a fucking meeting and I need, what did he need? It's usually uh, iTunes. You Google wanna... Play gift card or some shit. But then I love how I ask him a question. He goes, I can't answer right now because of the meeting. I'm like, you just fucking did. <laughs> He's answering every other question except the question, why can't you answer? And then you ask me a question? Like, fuck you, bro. Man, these scammers are so dumb. I love that you fuck with them, though. It's, so oh, sp- it's like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> Not fuck <laughs> with them? It's fucking hilarious, dude. I actually wish I was the attempted victim in more of these so I could have fun, too. I could give him your number. I'd be like, this guy will do it. Yeah, this guy will definitely. Here, do text it. him. He'll he'll get you the fucking cards. And then he and then he and then he texts me and I go, dude, you are so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, then I text him and I go, hey, I'm hey man, I'm in a meeting. What do you want? <laughs> and then he texts you back and he goes, hey, that guy you gave me is just in meetings all day. 
classic. Actually, maybe next time they text me, I'll be like, because they'll go, hey, it's it's me. Can you help right now? I'll be like, I'm in a meeting. What's up? <laughs> I'm in a meeting. Can't talk. Oh, Fuck, man. man. You know? Jesus. Jesus. Dude. H. Dude, Christmas flew by this year. Wasn't I was actually so- happy this year that I didn't... Uh, I didn't have to go to the mall on Christmas Eve like I normally do. I got yeah. all my shit done on time. I get that most adults have been doing that for years, but it's taken me this long to do it. Yeah, my shopping was pretty pretty easy this year. For yeah, the most so, part. Some of the uh some of the mail shit though was scary. I, I uh few of my things didn't arrive, but it worked out. Cooch's fucking Christmas card didn't get to him. They returned it. Really? Unless he was fucking with me. Because I go, where do you live? I go, what's your address? We're sending Christmas cards. And he goes, uh, 75 Beaver Street. And I go, no, what's your real address? And he goes, that's it. I go, dude, you don't live on fucking Beaver Street. Like, what are the fucking odds of that? I mean, maybe he does. I go, you live on a street named after a code name for pussy. There's no way. He's like, of course I do, dude. And then he's like, I'm serious. That's my address. So I'm like, all right. And maybe it is, but it came back like yesterday. Maybe the mail worker like he, that was supposed to file it was like, this isn't real. He and goes, they just sent it back. Yeah. It's on his route. Even he, he hasn't <laughs> delivered mail. He hasn't delivered mail to Beaver Street since he started at the post office. <laughs> he just thinks it's the guys fucking with him. Yeah. Oh, wait. This is fucking real. Classic. Um, But, uh, well, no, but Kucha's actually kind of sentimental about the cards, so I think I think he actually likes getting them, so I don't think he would fuck with me. But what are the odds That's that true. he lives on Beaver Street? I guess they're pretty high, because apparently he does. Man, I that the problem with working from home now, too, is I fall into this just riptide of YouTube videos. Oh, God. I, like, I, I don't know what it is. There's a few different kinds of videos I watch, but one of them is... I'm like fascinated with like animal shit, like animal like like a scatologist, uh, like animal poop. Oh, <laughs> that of course that goes without saying. But um, ran- it could be the r- randomest animal. So some guy, this is how I spent. I spent ten minutes doing this today. It was like nine minutes and thirty seconds. There's a guy that set up a camera in front of a stream in his backyard, and it was just. He just fast-forwarded like a week, and you would just see a bear walk by, and then raccoon. Yep. And then and I watched this like a moron for like for a nine long? and a half minutes. Jesus. Um, but one was weird. Some other guy posted this video. He put out a camera in his backyard, and it had the night vision on it, and it was a mountain lion and a little deer just walking together. What the fuck? That was fucking weird. See, this is see, you're intrigued too. I am intrigued. You fall right into this shit. I didn't know if you're gonna be like, oh, he was filming and he's fast forwarding through all these animals walking by, and then you just see someone like dragging a body. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. But uh oh no, but the beaver thing, man. They beavers really are fucking insane, dude. You can a be they can build this giant dam. Yeah, they can. And then a fucking mudslide comes, destroys the whole thing. You go to bed, the next day you wake up, the dam is just back. What they the just fuck, dude. They just don't stop working. Apparently they wreak havoc on ecosystems, is yeah, what I've heard. They suck. Hate them. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's what you get, dude, for being a fucking beaver. Am I yeah. right? That's why they're angry beavers. But anyways, yeah, that's where Cooch lives. Beaver Street. Very busy. Sorry, I was just taking some notes on my 
laptop real quick. Oh, okay, no worries. It's weird that you're 10 feet away, though. Those are a little loud. <laughs> oh, what else? Dude, I don't know. Dude, I'm fat as fuck. The other day, I uh, yesterday, I put my normal work pants on yep. to go to work and then went, nope, because they were just that tight. Yeah, that happened to me. So then I had to wear like my stretchy, like not very dressy pants to work. Mm-hmm. And it was all fine. Nobody said anything, but yeah, it sucks. So I'm I'm actually back now. That pizza that we just ate, yeah, it was the first like non healthy thing I've eaten in two days. So, <laughs> but I am going to Same. the gym. Um, yeah, your gym boy again, huh? Um, yeah. Well, actually, I have been going to the gym, which is sad. I've been, I've been going to the gym for like two months, right? But um, now I'm really kicking it up because now I have. A goal because I'm going to Florida in February, and I don't want to be and I don't look good fat. You know those friends that you have that just have like beer guts, but like they still right. like, they they're kind of like all filled out and yeah. they, they just look like an older dude and it's like somewhat dignified. And you're like, oh, I, that just likes. Beer. I look like twelve year old fat, which like it doesn't look like a manly fat. That doesn't sound good. So it's like I need to either go full fat or. Just work it all off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the latter right now. But um, if that fails, do you think you'll just go full fat? I think I'll just go full fat. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be something done. Dude, about- I'm, I'm sitting here yawning like a fucking asshole, and it's because, dude, now I'm trying to wake up early and work out. Yeah, and it just makes me so goddamn tired. Yeah, man. I've been waking up. Uh, I mean, not super early. What time do you wake up? So I've been going to the gym. I've been waking up at seven and going immediately to the gym. So I'm I'm usually in my car by seven fifteen. And then I do about forty five minutes and then I just come right back. Yeah, my alarm is set for seven every morning. And my thing is is that I want to work out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Ooh. So tomorrow I have to obviously work out. But I've only done one workout so far since you know, since the beginning of this. I'm in so much pain. Yep. Um, and my workout consists of what normal people would call just rolling around a regular life. What, uh, like what did you, what muscle compartment? Um, <laughs> please push what I think you're going to press. Um, the muscle compartment please decompartmentalized <laughs> that hurts the most is my hind legs from the squats. Yes. Squats really. really um, tricky. but I pretty much wake up. I stretch. I do as many push-ups as I can until failure. Then I'll do like 20 squats with the kettlebell. Then I'll do as many crunches as I can without failure. Um, Solid. And then I'm forgetting something. And then I'll do that three times. And that's it. But- Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? <laughs> but the whole thing takes maybe 20 minutes, if that. Which yeah. is what people that work out would consider me being a fucking wuss. And then, well, it just all depends how. That's like a normal person's like warm up. Yeah, I did get my pull up bar back downstairs. That should help. But uh, I feel no, like if- I don't. Dr- I know I'm drinking right now, but um, uh, anytime I'm at the house and not socializing, I'm just not drinking. Dude, that right there is gonna. You're just gonna lose like 15 pounds. Yeah, because what I was doing was. Pre-China virus, when I was going into the office, I'd get home between 6.30 and 7. And then I would just, I would have dinner, we'd watch some TV, and then we'd go to bed. And I wouldn't drink. 
Rarely did I drink at the house. Maybe on like a random Thursday, I'd have like a beer with dinner, but I never drank um, during the week. And then as soon as the China virus started and we became China, um, I... Sorry, just taking notes. People don't remember when this first... Maybe some do. When this first started, it was like kind of fun. It was. And so I was like, this is awesome. There's even a meme about that. Yeah, I was like, even the weather is starting to get good, like right on time. Right. So then it was like four o'clock and I was cracking open seltzers. Yeah. You know, in the spring when like you have so much more excitement because like summer's coming up. Yes. Like that was just an infectious, just. Wow. Good good use of infectious. But um, what was the next word? Miasma. Yeah. Does that mean you have asthma? Yeah, it's Tarzan for I have asthma. Okay, just checking. Um, I'm going to write that one down. But um, yeah, it was great. And then um, then I realized that excited crack a seltzer, open at four, and keep drinking seltzers until bedtime thing <laughs> became literally every day. And I'm not even saying that for dramatic effect. That, that was literally what I was doing. How many, okay, how many seltzers do you think you had every day? I would say I had at least... Five, most likely seven seltzers a day. Siri, how many calories is in an alcoholic seltzer? She's going to be like, what? You're going to make me look this up? Siri. All right, hold on. Yeah, it's not good. Let me just type this into the old... And uh, everyone everyone was like, oh, this is great. I'm saving money throughout the lockdown. And I was like, you're saving money? I'm going to the liquor store like every other day. I'm spending a fuck ton. So I was getting fat. And you know what the worst part is? Okay. Right before the lockdown, I was starting to actually be in good shape. Like I was losing fat. I was building muscle. Mm. And I I was like, all right, dick's still small, but you know. But losing. upper body, shoulders showing some promise. And then lockdown hit, alcoholism ar- arose. And then that was it. Right. Um, so, okay. So you had how many a day again? Let's say five. Okay. And how was, long like of the, a period of time do you think you did this for? Um, at least up until, I mean, honestly, up until a few weeks ago. But let's just say October. So that would have been, let's just, let's say seven months. Okay. So seven times, what's the, is it 4.3 weeks? Yeah, that sounds right. It's something like that. So 30 weeks. 30 weeks. Um, five days a week. Times five. Thank you. Times 100 is 15,000. Wait, why did I do five days? should have done seven. No, but we're just doing work days. Right, we're just doing work days. So just for work days, you've consumed 15,000 calories worth of Trulies. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like that much. No, it actually doesn't. Over the period of a few months, but each truly is a hundred calories. But fifteen thousand, so that's like an extra week of just pure, like all your daily. Did I do that math calories. right? I don't because know. you're consuming like an extra five hundred calories a day. Right. That sounds about right. Am I? Is this? Yeah, dude. Because sel- dude, I'm pretty sure. Sel- so what? Uh, how many does a seltzer have? One second. One. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you were typing there. Uh, one hundred. Yeah, bad dude. But hopefully, if I knock that out. That's why, like, I'm trying. I, it, you gotta supplement things. That's why most people like hardcore diets don't work because you're, you want to get in shape and stay in shape. So you gotta figure out something realistic. So, yeah, you know what? 
I had pizza, chicken wings, and bourbon tonight. But tomorrow it's a trade off because then tomorrow I'm going to have a salad. I'm not going to drink, and I'm going to go to the gym, lift, and do cardio. Right. You, you can't just cut off everything, right? Because dude. those are the people that get like really skinny for like two months, and then they just go, "Dude, I can't sustain this." You got to figure out. You got to get into a workout routine, right? And just have a modest diet. But you can't have a diet where you you can't have some fuck around days. Yeah, you got to fuck around a little bit. I um so I basically tell just the same shit like over and over like we'll be in the grocery store and if we're in the frozen food section every time we walk by the the Stouffer's mac and cheese yep I'll be like oh when I was a kid and she like always finishes the story because I tell I've told her like a fucking thousand times yeah but I'll tell it to you dude oh yeah yeah when I was a kid I used to get home from school every day and I'd make a frozen Stouffer's mac and cheese microwave yep thing and I'd eat that after school. Obviously got fat as shit. And then at some point I was like, you know what? I'm fat as shit. I'm going to stop eating this. And then I instead would eat like carrots and like dip them in like ranch dressing. <laughs> yeah. And I literally lost probably 15 pounds in the course of like two weeks. Just, just from doing that. Yeah. that no, It's almost good to have shitty habits that like I would, it would feel terrible if I was doing everything pretty normal. And, I was and you were fat. Yeah. Right. That'd be so terrible. I actually kind of like the fact. Yeah. I'm kind of fat, and uh, but I'm doing a lot of shit wrong, and I actually probably should be fatter. Yeah, I should be much fatter, actually. Cause so that's why I don't fucking mind it. So you're a lot taller than me. So you, yeah, I'm still pretty fucking So you fat. don't... You actually never look fat. Thank you, Jared. I, when, I get, when I gain 10 pounds, like, you're like, whoa, he's fucking fat. Yeah. Because you're ahead... Is farther away <laughs> from your belly button, so you have. That's true. There's more for the eye to right. kind of distribute it to meander. My head is like a few inches closer to my belly button, and I have a I have a disproportionately high belly button too. Right. So actually, it's even it's even more accordioned, and and it just looks fucking terrible. Oh, how about Mark the Shark? Oh God, this can't be good. Now we went over it with DJ Petty, but he um he posted something the other day, so. Shark is back from um, China. No, no, no. California, sorry. I'm oh, so up all the time. Um, so he's back from California for Christmas. And look at what this idiot does. You already saw it, but he posts a picture of his little his little poor work ethic baby hand holding <laughs> a dude, his hands look so childlike. Speaking of childlike hands, turns out Julie Fisher got engaged. Yes, she did. Oh, where's the clapping button? Well, I hope she doesn't smell like cabbage. But um, <laughs> he sends a picture with... This is Mark Deshark. He sends a thing in his Instagram story, and it says, Love the taste of home. And he's holding a Sam Adams winter lager. As if Sam Adams isn't... Like the largest national micro macro brewer in the entire country that you can buy their <laughs> beers fucking everywhere. I guarantee you, every single bar, every single one he goes to in LA has Sam Adams on tap. Probably, yeah. The taste of home, dude. You are such a fucking tool. And then he, um, then what did he send? Oh, he does this thing that he thinks he's from Boston. Like, dude, no, you're not. You're from North Andover. Yeah, I'm I'm not from Boston. And I love too that these people think 
being from Boston means you're like from some tough area. Like I get that there's tough areas because there's tough areas everywhere. But like saying you're from Boston, if anything, just means your parents are fucking rich. He feels like if he says he's from Boston, he's like the guy who caught the marathon bomber. Yeah. He wants like the credit. Yeah. For that, when he says, like, when he's like, oh, I'm from Boston, that's like the reaction he's expecting. Exactly. And the Boston thing pisses me off. Everybody from Boston that makes it as an actor will not shut the fuck up about Boston. Every movie they do has to take place in Boston. It's like being vegan. It's like, dude, Boston has produced, per square footage, more famous people than probably anywhere in the entire country next to New York City. It's not like you're from some fucking tiny town no one's ever heard of. You're from, you're basically from one of the most original American places in the uh, on the fucking continent. So many impressive people throughout history have been from Boston. They act like, can you believe it? I, I made it out of Boston. <laughs> like if you're from like Topeka or something, I'd be like, all right. But anyway. Yes, I can believe you made it out of Boston, dude. There's an airport right there. Sorry, Mark. Mark just really gets to me. I know, dude. It's fun. Just gonna it's write a little that down. Baby hand. Something that bothers you. So, how do you look your parents in the fucking eye when you've never worked? So, Mark, life? how's work? Yeah, and you know why all these like work? showbiz, these failed showbiz people, like, are so nihilistic and depressed? It's because they hate themselves. Because why would they not? If you were a grown adult and you don't have a fucking real job, wouldn't you start to feel like a pathetic baby? I totally would. You have no self-respect. And that's how I feel about these people. Yeah, dude, that's a really good point. Like, I don't get this whole like, oh, man, well, you know, you're trying it. You're giving it a shot. It's like if someone was like, man, I just feel like a failure. Now we're supposed to be like, well, no, no, you're just... I would be like, yeah, that's because you failed. You've been out there for 10 years. You have nothing to show for it other than your fucking condo that I pay for. Yeah, dude, I don't understand why he doesn't just get a job. I mean, Bud Lights don't pay for themselves, bro. <laughs> bro, I look my empty Bud Lights in the face every day and say, you know what? I may have a drinking problem, but I paid for this. <laughs> I worked for those Bud Lights. Which reminds me, has anyone got a butt? <laughs> and then he like, and then he turns over like the the blanket in his bed starts ruffling, and some supermodel turns over. He's still. <laughs> oh, didn't realize you were still here. If you're hungry, there's some ramen downstairs. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, this is my girlfriend. Can I have to really speak up? <laughs> she has trouble hearing. <laughs> Dude. We gotta track this kid down, dude. If anybody, <laughs> really do. we call him up and he's like, "What's up, guys?" We're yeah, like, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, it just ruins the whole podcast, yeah. dude. If anybody knows where Ryan Allen is, and I say this sincerely, where I know we're kind of poking fun, but we genuinely do like the kid. Yeah, I love the kid, and I honestly would love to going back to hang out with him. Um, I mean, could I say I love him? I can't say that because I I didn't hang did out. Did I with say him that I much. love him? No, I did. I, I was like, have... oh, I love the kid, but now I'm being like, well, that's kind of a strong word. Yeah, because I don't. I have nothing against the kid. That's not the same as loving. You ugly. But um, have I hung out with him and had great times? Yes. Would I suck his dick? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he loves hot women and butt lights. lights. He loves them, dude. Fucking. I wonder. Have you noticed that everyone from the class of '09 
turn into like a West Coast Trustafarian hippie? Well, now he might have been 08 because I'm 08. Oh, was he year grade? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. I always assumed he was an anarchist. And then uh, like Ryan Kemp. Oh, yeah, you're right. He must have been at least. Yeah. Ryan Kemp was in my grade who's now writing books about children getting, children into-, getting into strange monks' vans. Dude. First of singing all, songs with his upper lip bent at 90 degrees. I'm sorry, but if you, <laughs> if you don't have children of your own, first of all, that probably should be the criterion for writing children's books. But, you know, there's creative people, so that's not necessarily a hard rule. But you should probably know that no one's ever going to want to read a book that encourages their children to get into a <laughs> van with a stranger. What a fucking idiot! That's like dude. the first page too. So, so even like if a, even if a uh, parent is in Barnes and Noble, and they're like, "Oh, let me check this out," and they read the first page, they go, "Nope." Right. And here's the problem that, but that starting the book that way just confirms everything that I would have imagined about him. This whole hippie thing, which is fine if you want to do it, but. It presupposes that human beings are naturally nice and caring. And that's not how the fucking world works. I'm optimistic. I think most people... Most people are. Most people are good. But the idea that the state of natural man is not capable of doing horrific evil things, and it's a rarity to do that, just shows how your worldview is so fucking unplugged that you think getting into a van with a strange dude, that's a reflection of how he views the fucking world. That's why it's always kids like him. Like most people that get PTSD, their PTSD wasn't caused by something they saw. It was caused by something they did that they feel horrific about because their whole view of their world up until then has now been shattered. Interesting. Most PTSD is like, I shot a fucking guy in the head. It's not, I saw some guy get shot in the head. Right. So guys like Kemp are going to get in a van with someone one day and be like, oh, it's all good, man. And then something terrible is going to happen. Oh, God, I'm terrified now. Yeah. Dude, my fucking hind leg hurts so bad. Your hind leg? Your dog? <laughs> Just the back portion of my leg. Do dogs have four legs or two arms and two legs? That's a good question. How would dogs wear pants? <laughs> that is a great question. I've seen the pictures. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? Um, dude, yeah, my hind legs fucking hurt too. There's nothing scarier than when you actually think your hamstring is gonna snap. Oh You're, god! Like when obviously. Oh, do you get Charlie horses like ever? Yeah. Bro, those are terrible, huh? Yeah, and like your, the back of your calf. Yeah, you're just sleeping, and then all of a sudden you're going. Yeah, you know ah! what to do though. You know what to do, and then happens. What? Because I used to just wince. For probably 30 seconds, but it felt like... Do you punch it? It felt like 10 minutes. No, dude. Literally, Karen told me to do this once. I've I've done it probably in the four Charlie horses I've had since. All you do, and it works immediately. You just stand up. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding, because I used to sit there, and i go... And, like, it hurts so... It's almost like you can't even believe how much pain you're in when they happen. <laughs> you're just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And Karen's like, dude, Karen, just stand up. You're like, I can't hurt so bad. Okay. She's like, just stand up. I just go, oh, just give me a butt light. Um, <laughs> if I stand up, will you give me a butt light? <laughs> um, 
But dude, if you if you're in bed and you get a Charlie horse, just all you have to do just stand up on your two feet and it instantly goes away. I don't get them often, but when I do, they oh. fucking hurt. Now you're gonna look forward to getting one so that you now that you know the cure. I know, right? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. My new anti-fat tactic, though. Oh? Because my biggest problem, I think, anyway, apart from just never exercising and being 30, mm-hmm. is... I mean, no, I have to yes. respond to that. All night fucking long, I'm just like, oh, I'll have a fucking cookie. Oh, yes. I'll have this little... I'll have a bite of chocolate. I'll just cut a couple slices of cheese, dude. No big deal. Oh, there's fucking pepperoni in here, too. I'll have some of that. Uh, I'm going to have Why fucking... Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? Is there still some leftover pizza from yesterday? Fuck it. I'll, I'll heat that up. Yes, that's what I was doing. All night long, I'm just fucking eating, dude. So now my new thing is I take my 30 whatever, 32 ounce fucking water bottle, fill it with water, and then anytime I'm really hungry, I just keep drinking water. And then... Instead of like the uh, subconscious, like getting up and going to the fridge and like seeing what food's in there. Anytime I do that, I just top off my water. That's a great idea. So, because uh, that was my problem too, especially with all the Christmas candy. I was, oh God, the Christmas candy. I would oh, eat a salad fuck- for lunch and then yeah. I would literally eat 10 of those mini Kit Kats. Yes. And I was like, how is this better than, right. And that, so that was like, the, yesterday was the first day in, in weeks where I, I didn't, I, I just ate. Breakfast, lunch, dinner without anything in between. Yeah, dude. During a normal work week, I consume like almost nothing during the day. Yeah, you know what I did yesterday? So I, anytime I was getting a craving for something, I'm listening. Yeah. I would do 30 push ups. You're kidding me. Because you know that, like, Pavlov, Pavlovian? Well, yeah, but you know that, like, almost un, like, shitty, nauseous feeling you yes. get? Yes. It gives you that, which buys you. It buys you feel like that for like five, ten minutes, and then like the last thing you want to do is fucking eat anything, dude. That's the thing too is after my shitty childish workout that most people would call just a warm up, <laughs> I literally thought I was gonna throw up. Yeah, I was like, this is terrible, dude. Why do Why people do this? Um, yeah, dude. Well, some people just have. It's a um, I forget what it's called. Dougie Fresh used to tell me about it, dude. Um, remember, there's some chemical that gets released when you. Was Dougie Fresh the piano player? Or yeah. Oh, my God. He's the one that uh, he, I, I was going upstairs at the mayor's, and he was coming downstairs. And he got me, like, in the breeze, the corner of the breezeway. Oh, yeah. What? And just started talking to me with, like, an Irish brogue and was just, like, hitting me. He's like, you bloody fucking. Dude, I remember And he was just, that. like, punching me and shit. And I was like, what the fuck, Doug? And he just kept, like, hitting me. And I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I remember that. And he was just shit-faced. And I was so confused by yeah, it. Yeah, he, he was gets just really weird, man. Like, beating he, the shit out of he, me with an Irish brogue or yeah, some shit. Yeah, he would randomly do this accent. And then, like, he would go into these fits of laughter. Like, one time he said. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. One time he was saying how we were eating something. And he, he, uh, he had to get something with his. Uh, like jaw done because um, he would like uh, like talk gr- too much, grind his teeth. So oh yeah, had, uh, he's like, yeah, my teeth have these uh, like grooves in them, and he was saying something. And then I remember I saw him. <laughs> then I saw him like half hour later at the party, and I go, hey, groovy teeth, man, <laughs> dude. I thought he was gonna die. He started laughing so hard <laughs> that 
And he was like, he was totally normal because he must have been so baked. So he had like this, like, yeah, yeah. And had the, the joke had so much extra potency. Yeah. Dude, he starts laughing so hard. And then he starts like wheezing and he has like one like outstretched arm against the kitchen sink. And like people like rushed around him and it, it took him like 10 minutes to get back to normal. And then, and then there was one time there was this really fat girl over um, named Patty. And, uh, <laughs> It was when Uncle Boar was over there, yes, and it was like a random night. Dude, the mayor's house was so much fucking fun, oh, dude. Just in case you guys are wondering, right now there's a 40-minute wait at Barrio. Ooh, is that where Jess is? That's where Jess is. Um, but uh, one night we were at the Cape, I mean, we are at the mayor's house, and um, it was a party. It was wicked fun. Dude, those parties were so much fucking fun. And, um, and so we see Doug go upstairs with this fat girl, and... Um, which I'm like, all right, whatever. I remember this. And then, uh, and then he, and dude. Then, and I then, actually at one point went up there while they were up there. Yeah, I remember you were there. And then I had to like awkwardly, like, kind of just like back out of the situation and yeah. be like, all right, I'm sneaking out because yeah, clearly you guys are fucking about to do some shit up here. And then uh, Uncle Boar comes down from the kitchen. And he's like, dude, why did that girl uh, Patty just like storm out? She just like fucking randomly got in her car and just drove like just whipped out of the driveway. And then fucking Doug comes down, and so he they started having sex, and this is how his brain worked. He would be totally serious, and I think he actually was like kind of a genius. He was definitely a piano prodigy, right? But he would just be super uh, robotically serious, and then he would have these fits of laughter. So he starts having sex with her, and then this is obviously him telling us afterward what happened, and uh, he thought. <laughs> He realized that her name is Patty and his name is Doug. <laughs> and he thought about the Doug funny Patty mayonnaise thing and how Doug and Patty are fucking. And he thought this was so funny that while he's having sex with her, he just bursts out laughing and he can't stop. And it's just like when I said the groovy teeth thing. And she becomes so horrified. Because think about what a psychopath he must look like. Right. Someone's just banging you, then suddenly they're laughing so hard that they're incapacitated. Yeah. And then she was just like, oh, this guy's a fucking psycho and just peeled out. Yeah. Like, she was probably like, what? And he was like, my name's Doug. Oh, man. Mayonnaise. And, yeah. And then she storms out on her way out. Hey, do you need a Bud Light? <laughs> fucking Ryan Allen. Um, what's, what's her problem? All I offered her was a Bud Light. <laughs> I can't get my Ryan Allen today. What's up with that lady? I'll just offer her a Bud Light. Offered her a Bud Light. I can't fucking do Ryan today. I think it God sounds damn. good. I think it sounds fine. <clears throat> I've got like I've been drinking too much water, dude. Is what it is. Dude, we gotta find him, man. I gotta text. I'll text my cousin Anna. She may know her. There was is. something I was gonna say before we got into Doug beating the shit out of me, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, when you were walking uh, the equipment up, yeah. How did we come up with Doug? Um, what the fuck, the fuck were we talking about? I brought him up. I think you did bring him up. Oh. Because Doug said uh, about the thing about feeling nauseous for working out. That's right. Um, seems like that doesn't Yeah, It's help, probably not fucking important. I'm looking up Ryan Allen right now to see if I can find him. I'll just type in and see if. Uh, I love how I type in Ryan Allen, Central Catholic, and the number for Central Catholic just pops up. <laughs> you call and you're like, hi, I'm looking for Ryan Allen. He's like, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's actually it just pops up his number right there. 
Hey, what's up? Oh, oh man. Dude, now I gotta see this fucking kid, man. Well, he'd be on Instagram, maybe, right? I know. We looked, remember? Oh, that's right. Ryal. Dude, we gotta find this kid, man. Dude, if I if I were Ryan Allen, my Instagram name would be Ryal with cheese. Oh, that is brilliant. Just dude. saying. Just Ryan fucking with cheese. Dude. <laughs> Check out the brain on Brad. Uh, Ryan Allen. Oh, there he is. No, I'm just kidding. I love the scene. I love when uh, uh, Travolta and, and uh, Jackson are in the car and. So that's what Travolta's talking about how he went into Amsterdam and how they don't have the metric, how they're on the metric system, so they they don't call it a quarter pounder. Is that when he accidentally blows the guy's, guy's head off? Uh, no, it's early in the movie. And uh, but I love the. This is why I like Tarantino. It really is just the best dialogue writer because like he'll just do shit that's normal, but it comes off as so funny. So like he's like, yeah, you know what they call this? So this is before they show up at the kid's house, and Travolta's like, you know what they call a quarter pounder and then that's when samuel jackson's like what he's like royal cheese and samuel jackson gets a huge kick out of it he's like royal with cheese <laughs> and then he's like oh that's awesome man and then he goes what, what do they call a whopper and then uh and then travolta just looking at the car and he goes i don't know i didn't go into a burger king and then it just cuts, cuts <laughs> yeah. but just the way he goes i didn't go into burger king <laughs> it's so fucking funny dude that movie's great i love that that movie just makes you feel cool watching it that movie that movie makes you feel like you just slipped on a leather jacket and put on ray-ban wayfarers and uh you know have a nice nice well-fitting pair of jeans while you're watching it it makes you feel fucking cool it does doesn't it jesus h jesus h are you typing again yeah i'm just looking up sorry Ryan Allen. I can't believe this is what my keyword sounds like. It's very loud. And that in like a week, this is what my keyboard will sound like. Much better. Much better. Jess will be way less distracted. Yes, I agree. It's oh. even got a cup holder. How's that spot? <laughs> the fuck? What else? I guess I'll check the Gmail. I'm sure nobody, this no, is nobody a giant knows. Cock. Nobody listens to this, dude, mm. but that's fine. Let's see, Let's check the Gmail. Guess how many unread Gmails I have. Is this your personal one? Yeah, it's an absurd number, just so you know. Uh, 13,874. 84,780. Are you kidding? Nope. That would drive me absolutely insane. Isn't that fun, dude? I have no badges on mine. Whoa. Check it out. Spotless. Jesus Christ, dude. The only, um... What the fuck? The unbelievable. The only email I have is from a guy named Roy Roy Wan. And it says, have you ever heard about lossing your weight by drink, <laughs> drinking cappuccinos? You're kidding. No, Roy, I fucking haven't, dude, okay? Tell that guy to fuck off. I mean, I guess nobody's fucking... Well, perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. You're, you're a big guy. You're a Bud Light. <coughs> you're a... I can't fucking... You're a big guy. You're a big guy. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Hey, Ryan, if I pull that off, will you die? It would be extremely painful. <laughs> For you. 
<laughs> Real intimidating. <laughs> Dude, we gotta do we gotta do a soundboard edition where it's all Ryan Allen. <laughs> it would be extremely painful for you. You think darkness is your ally? <laughs> you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> Dude, I could like just listen to fake Ryan Allen all day. <laughs> just doing movie quotes. By the time I saw the light, I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding. Dude, we need to do a bunch of fucking movie quotes. With Ryan Allen, dude. We're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think you'll all agree I'm an oil man. Jeff, Jeff, fucking. Jeff. I. You can't do his voice when you laugh. <laughs> Yeah, Brad. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Do you have... <laughs> I can't do it anymore. You look like a fool, don't you, Dilford? <laughs> Especially Daniel Plainview, because he's supposed to be... He's supposed to be so menacing. He's supposed to be this guy that no one wants to fuck with. <laughs> You look like a fool. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> uh, good lord. I get it. Oh no, I can't even do it, man. I know it's it's easy to lose. It's easy to lose the Ryan Allen voice. <laughs> oh god. You look like a fool now. We ordered before those people. Such a fucking obscure reference. <clears throat> I mean, I guess that's it. Um, yeah, we can't we can't top Ryan Allen. We can quiz. do beyond that. Um, last I heard, Ian is enjoying his his moleskin notebooks. Oh, very nice. Uh, Jeff Bergeron will do your hardwood floors. Ooh. He will fart outside, folks. Ah. And I don't think Darren Ha ever sent me what I'm supposed to say about his him setting up guitars, but he'll set up his gu- your guitars, dude. Yeah, I love that. It's on Instagram, Darren Ha. Love um, it. I guess that's it, dude. I will just make a real quick note here. Yep. And I guess we're good, man. Thanks for listening, folks. Good job. Episode 110. That is great. Folks, we hope you have a happy new year. We will see you when 2020 is over. No more lockdown. No more government. A lot of loyalty for hiring.